Welcome to the Resistance Broadcast, everybody. John Howie, James Bainey, Lacey Gillerin coming to you live from the Resistance base. We're live, baby! <laughs> um, I am actually not in my normal quarters of the base because my normal quarters of the base lost its Wi-Fi. So I'm at my mom's house quarters of the base. But uh, we are doing this either way. We had to make it happen. A tornado decided to run through my town the day we're doing our first actual live broadcast. So there you have it. But uh, this is our first live version of the podcast since our live panel at, I don't want to say the words, but Star Wars Celebration 2019. <laughs> um, it feels good to be doing this. We wanted to do this because we figured we would have been at Celebration, hopefully doing some form of a live podcast either today or tomorrow or whatever. But COVID-19 is the ultimate villain in the galaxy, and here we are. So uh, are you guys uh, happy to be doing some version of a live show, even though it's not where we would like to be? At, for me, absolutely, because <laughs> it, it it's so crazy. Like, I, I went into so much prep for the celebration that we did. You know, I was, like, trying to make sure everything was meticulous. And, of course, last minute, there's, like, these random problems <laughs> that happened. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And and yet this year we knew we weren't going to be able to do it, but we, you know, the word live kept sticking out to us. So we decided to go ahead with this. We did a lot of preparation, getting everything together uh, and trying to understand how this whole like live thing works. And then on top of that, John loses his internet. What is it like an hour out, two hours out? He's like, uh guys yeah <laughs> yeah i get a weather alert it's like you may get hit by a tornado i'm like of course connecticut's gonna get knocked by a tornado two minutes two hours before i'm supposed to go live on the podcast but uh <laughs> yeah here we are i'm a few towns over and we're making it happen so we weren't gonna not make this happen let's put it that way um COVID's not gonna delay everything the mandalorian's <laughs> still happening and the trb live podcast are still happening um but if you are watching this and you happen to be a Twitter user, if you'd like, you can uh, tag us in your tweets, quote tweets uh, or announcement about the episode and use hashtag the base is open. Let people know that the base is indeed open. Clever hashtag. I get it. Hey. Uh, and then also we have this thing called super chats, which I'm not even too familiar with those are. But if you would uh, like to support us, you can uh, donate using a super chat to help uh, help the show uh, so we can do more of this kind of stuff. Um, but before we get into the show, we have a couple of merch announcements we want to get into. Um, we have some new T-shirts coming uh, tomorrow. We have the new Mando Fan Show T-shirt, which I am wearing right now. It is our Moff Gideon design. Uh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, and that is going to be 10% off tomorrow and available to purchase tomorrow. And also our other Mando Fan Show designs will be 10% off tomorrow as well. And then we have on Saturday, we have the Kylo Ren versus Ray Resistance Broadcast t-shirt. Uh, as you see right there on the white background, pops real nice. That will be 10% off on Saturday. And anything with the Resistance Broadcast logo will be 10% off on Saturday. And then last but not least, but the soonest, is the Virtual Cantina shirt. And that is going to be available during the virtual cantina tonight from 8.30 East to 10 p.m. There you have it right there. Beautiful shirt. Um, so, yeah, that's that's our new merch. Uh, we're very excited about all that. Um, what, eh, why don't we – let's give away a virtual cantina shirt. We're live, right? Yeah. We could if we want to. Um <laughs> I mean, you got, we got to make the, like, what would we be doing if we were at celebration? We'd be doing this sort of thing like we did with our panel, you know, questions, giveaways, in the face with a spray bottle, like hitting me in the, you can't do it. If you do it from here, you'll destroy your computer and I'm okay <laughs> yeah. with that. 
So, um, Lacey, why don't we, let's see if this works this way. You ha you're looking at the live chat. Lacey? I am. And we already have a super chat, actually. Dakota gave us a super chat. So thanks, Dakota. Oh, thanks, Dakota. God. Very cool. Thank wow. You. That is so cool. He didn't say anything, which next time say something so we can <laughs> respond. He just said, super chat. <laughs> um, so, Lacey, what, let's try this. As okay. I almost crumble my desk here. Um, write down What's the your name. desk, by the way, John? You don't even want to know what my setup is right now. This is the most Han Solo rig, Millennium Falcon rig, post-Lando, post-nice Lysol to Millennium Falcon. This is, I have two TV dinner tables put together. I have... <laughs> Dakota, I have there you go. Bruh, didn't work out near the soup. <laughs> so are we, Dakota. <laughs> I have a power drill uh, box and my laptop's on top of that. And I'm in my old bedroom. This is actually at my parents' house in my old bedroom. It is 95,000 degrees in here. I'm on the mm -hmm. edge of the cliff at Mustafar, but we're making it happen. But um, at least Michael can get you an umbrella with this super chat. Yes. Yeah. Oh, all right. Hey, thank you, Michael. All right. Michael Courtois. Appreciate that, man. It's awesome. Um, all right. So, Lacey, why don't we try this? Since it's the cantina, the virtual cantina, let's keep it on brand. Write down a character who appears in the most Eisley cantina at any point in A New Hope. And <laughs> the first person to guess in the comments who they think you wrote down will win a virtual cantina shirt. Now, the only thing, though, don't copy and paste the list from Wikipedia, guys. You have to write down, just put, enter in one guess. If you guess twice, you're out of town. Just like the droids. We don't serve your kind. You're gone. I'm just kidding. Stick around, please. But one guess only, and uh, we'll see if you can match what Lacey uh, put down there. But, While she's writing that down, we did get um, we did get another super chat here. Oh, my gosh. The okay. is open. Yep. First oh, Shannon. And ever saw live. That's awesome. Oh, that, that was yeah, such Shannon, great, that was, such Shannon was at our panel last year. That's right. Shannon uh, does the postcards from the Galaxy's Edge podcast, and she uh, does visual effects and stuff like that. Shannon, I have her postcard. It's a it's a Dagobah one. It's next to my computer, Shannon. It's like right <laughs> where I see it every day. Um, this is uh, this is a cool setup. I hope everyone likes this outlay that uh, James has put. Is it called an outlay? Is that right? Overlay. Overlay. Or a layout. Yeah. Or a layout. So no, nothing what I said. Yeah. <laughs> no. Thanks so much, uh, Neil. Make Solo 2 happen. Yeah. So James set and this up. Two so... fit. TRB, TRB, TRB. Oh, that's Nathan, what Don you, wanted for the, the panel. Our champ, <laughs> TRB. I got TRB. so oh, yeah. when that started happening. Yeah, he was there with his daughter, right? I think that was Nathan. Yeah, was Bella. So cool. Um, okay. So, Lacey, do we have any guesses popping in there yet on to who they think? Well, oh, yeah. So I just got to confuse. I was like, should I say what I said? Or should I say who got it right? Yeah, whoever put it first, if they got it right. Yeah, I, I see. I see someone. Okay, go what ahead, did, James. What did, you, what did you write down? I wrote down Greedo. Oh, poor Greedo. Rest in peace. Greedo. You know why? Because he got shot first. So that's funny to me. <laughs> he got shot first. <laughs> he also wore high heels. That's a deep cut, but <laughs> discussion for another um, time. So who, who, did anyone what, pop off Greedo? I think Clayton Lancaster did. Yeah. All right. All right. So Clayton Lancaster is winning the Virtual Cantina t-shirt. So you're the first person to own it uh, besides us who have it, but that's okay. We'll talk about that. Um, all right. That is awesome. He's got Will as his uh, little avatar there. That's awesome. Looking forward to uh, the next Alphabet Squadron. That is this one's for you, John. Everyone's enjoying your setup. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Adam Odo wrote that he hopes I have my Vader helmet. I left the Vader helmet at my 
version of the base, so it will not mm-hmm. make an appearance tonight. Um, okay. Now, uh, we're good with that, so why don't we get on with the normal part of our show. This is a pretty standard Resistance broadcast show, except for something we're going to be doing later, which I know a lot of you know about, which is the uh, Baby Yoda statue giveaway. But right now, we're going to shoot it over to James Bainey, who's going to take us through one with the Force. Why? Because it's back, baby! What's up, James? <laughs> um, Not much. We're just ready to go. Force is I'm one with the force. There you go. <laughs> one with the force. <laughs> little little delay on that one. Um, yeah, as we normally do, uh, if I, I don't know how many people are new to the podcast. Uh, hopefully we a couple people tune in because they've, you know, see that it's live or whatever. But what we do is this segment called One with the Force, and I'm gonna ask a variance of different questions and the answers only will have one answer. So we have to pick one thing, one answer to this. So hard sometimes uh, to do it. Yeah. The one proper yeah. noun, if you will, I guess maybe um, here, it's easier if we just do the game thing and just get started, do, do a, a, an early round. Everybody will figure out the, how it's played. Um, it's back, baby. Neil. Neil. Right. What is up, Neil? All right. What is your all time favorite creature cameo in star wars so basically any creature that only ever appeared uh in the movie maybe just briefly or just one time but regardless you love it anyway um lacy i'm starting with you on this one you're a big creature fan so i actually i'm not kidding i had to look up the the creature's name because i i wanted to give you guys quality content with the proper name it's the green guy from solo that's in the jar that sings you guys have heard me say this before. I want merch of him so bad. I really want like <laughs> yeah, he's low in the movie. Yeah, I yeah. really want like a lava lamp with him in it that just kind of <laughs> that'd be cool. Okay, his name is Luleo Primak, and uh-huh. he's actually named after Louis Louis Prima, who is an, a singer, like a swing singer. Um, it was named after Pablo Hidalgo. He's only in the movie for like a quick second, which is funny because he's also in the trailer. I think he's just one of those jarring sights that you're like, that's Star Wars. But I fell in love with him the moment Does that, that I uh, saw him. You sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good pick. Thank you. Yeah. That oh, was wow. Clever, that was like a clever little thing they did where they had her, him sing through her or whatever it was, right? That was very interesting. Him sing yeah. through her, like her mouth was covered, or something like that. Where no, was he was just in a jar with like a speaker on the jar. Oh, like that's you, what it was. Yeah, it's like those yeah. movie ticket things that you go up and you're like, should I yell? Can they hear me? Oh, you're like, yeah. hello, yeah. Right. I'd like two, please. And the lady's right. like, I have a microphone, I can hear. We like, it's the, like yeah, that. at the bank drive-through and that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> the bank drive-through, yeah, we're just I always think, yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I think we had kicked around that idea that it was maybe coming through the voice or whatever. Uh, yeah. when we first saw the movie some speculation on our part right. um, John what, what is your favorite creature it used to be my man Jack Fish okay <laughs> used to bite. it used to be it used to be it's not Jack Fish anymore it why? is I'll tell you why because eight months ago this character entered my heart and my soul and I fell in love forever and it is Colone from Pasana in the rise of skywalker lando's cab driver who just turns around in a very muppet fashion goes donker <laughs> uh and it's um a sheet Thanks so much Kyle. 
And uh, I just thought it was, it reminded me of the old classic Muppets movies. It's a very simple, like, blah, blah, blah. And the voice is very, you know, uh, animal from the Muppets. So mm-hmm. I remember laughing so hard when I saw it the first time. And every time I see it, I still smile and get a chuckle out of it. And really, that's all I need right there. So that that one little, however many hours or days it took for Scanlon and crew to make that puppet. And whoever did the voice, whether it's Matthew Wood or whoever did it. I love it, even though it was in the movie for three seconds. Uh, so um, when they released the JJ cut, you know, I know it'll be a longer uh, sequence, but uh, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, Colone, the cab, Lando's cab driver or whatever it is, chauffeur. On the so something quick. Of course, I would have chosen the Rancor, but it was something that's supposed to be a quick moment. The Rancor is like a serious plot point. Hmm. I ignore yeah. your comment. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, hi to Star Wars Thrifting, by the way. We didn't get to say anything. She found an at-at today off of Craigslist, and I'm super jealous. Sick. Mm. That's awesome. I wrote that guy for for you, too, as well. He hasn't written me back, though. He's supposed Uh to send pictures and stuff. But um, my my pick, um, I think... I think I fell in love with it because it was the first like kind of look at solo and it was the Benioff and wise, like, uh, uh, Omaze video that they did. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. I mix up the names. Yeah. Lord Your Miller name shall not be spoken. in <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I talking about? Um, no, but they, they, uh, they, panned over the camera and you saw the six eyes creature yeah. from solo. He I does go up in the movies. And he's keep it. He's Hey, keep your eyes on your own cards. Yeah. That, yeah. See yeah. what you got now. But, uh, I was just, when they panned over and they showed that character and he like is moving and all of the eyes being animatronic and how they worked in conjunction with each other. And to know that it was like all practical, it wasn't like a CG thing. They like built those eyes to mechanically, understand and move with each other according to the head and stuff amazing i was like that is so cool man yeah i was just like massively impressed with that particular that's uh, one of those situations where sometimes they'll have two people with the remotes one controls the left side three eyes one controls the right thing a lot of goes into making the animatronics like go i think because you wanted each eye to operate independently right because you had the one eye looking at han's cards and the rest were straight yeah Instead of it yeah, just being I, like, eh, 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 eh. yeah. Um, oh, thanks. Awesome job with the overlay, James. Chris, where's my Han Solo? <laughs> <laughs> um, next Still question you got here. Um, and thanks. Uh, you have, you can have one of these actors return to Star Wars, uh, but the other two will never come back. They're never doing Star Wars again. You get. I have three choices for you guys. Adam Driver coming back as Ben Solo, Alden Ehrenreich coming back as Han Solo, or the third option, Daisy Ridley coming back as Ray. You can only pick one. The other two are never returning. John, who are you picking first? Evil question. Evil, evil question. <laughs> that you came up with. <laughs> um, this is so, this is real tough, but I am sticking to my brand and it's Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. Um, mm-hmm. I am so passionate and about that more and more. It doesn't, it hasn't dwindled. It's gotten stronger as more people get on board and more people come up with ideas of things they would love to see. I think seeing him back as Han Solo and what they could achieve with more adventures and more storytelling 
uh, is more compelling to me than Ray coming back, even though I really, really want to see Daisy come back as Ray. Um, and then Adam Driver, I, I feel like that it's it's a closed deal. I feel like he came and did his thing, did his character arc, and he's kind of set sail on Star Wars. So uh, for me, it's really close between Daisy and Alden, but I'm saying Alden, Aaron Reich is Han Solo. Hashtag make Solo 2 happen. Uh, mm. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, Lacey, what do you think? Who's your pick? This question is... It's tearing me apart. Um, Lisa, it's tearing me apart, Lisa. It, it really is because Lisa, everyone me. knows I adore Adam Driver and I think he's easily one of the best, hands down, one of the best actors to go through Star Wars. Um, yep. Daisy's great. She has so many more movies she could do as Ray. I got to go Alden, though. Yay! <laughs> I'm going to go Alden because I, I really want to see more solo stories. And I think if he is getting more stories, then that means Kira and Infus Nest are also going to get more stories. And if Ray never happened again, I would be severely sad. But at least she got three movies to tell her arc. Whereas I feel like with Solo, we had all these really cool characters, including Han Solo, that we didn't really get to finish that story. Yeah. So. That's my pick. Also, before don't James, tell Adam or Daisy. Don't let them know. <laughs> before James goes, unless James, are you are you picking Alden too or no? Spoil the surprise. What? Oh, well, you go first, and then okay. I'll, I'll I'll tell them what's going on with September. But go ahead, yeah. Because I'm not picking Alden. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am, um, I am gonna go. I am gonna go um, with Ray. Do you want? Do you want to tell him then? Yeah, I, I mean, I just want everyone to oh, know that we. We uh, we I kind of I tweeted this out before from Resistance Broadcast, but we had some pretty lofty ideas for Make Solo Two happen at Celebration. Um, we were gonna I, I don't even want to get into what we were going to do because a lot of things were pending and that sort of thing. But um, we're gonna try to morph as much as we can and bring that to um, the home version of uh, doing this kind of stuff. So next month is the two year anniversary of Solo hitting home video. Two year anniversary of Make Solo Two happen. Hopefully there's not a third anniversary makes a little to happen next year, but <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing some pretty cool things in terms of merch. Um, I'm just going to say it now. Why not? We have uh, some enamel pins coming uh, makes a little mm -hmm. to happen that we're going to be putting out. Uh, finally, long overdue. I know people wanted those um, and they, James is like working on the, the prototypes with the, them behind the scenes and they look amazing. So really excited for those to come out and we're going to be doing some other stuff too. Uh, when it comes to uh, make solo two happen around end yeah. of September before Mandalorian comes out, before the Mando Fanjo comes back, we're going to do another uh, sort of mini make solo two happen push uh, that may involve, you know, uh, watch along or something like that. So just want to let you guys know that's why you don't see any make solo two happen stuff really in, in this episode today. Uh, it's coming down the pike next month, including some sales. And we may bring back that red make solo two happen shirt too, right, James? That's what I was hoping for. If you yeah. guys want to see that, let me know. Because um, we, we did that just the one day. And I I love wearing it. I think it's just like the right color and, and with the white yeah. and everything. I, I like that shirt a lot. Uh, yeah. I actually have it as a hoodie, but I like the the color combination for sure. Um, so if you guys want to see that, let me know. Uh, hit me up on Twitter or something. Or and put keep it in tweeting, the comments. Keep tweeting. Make Solo 2 happen. Hashtag Make Solo 2 yes. happen. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Always, always use it because they're always looking. They're always watching. So. Um, and thanks to Neil for the super chat, even though yes. I'm really sorry for Adam Driver. And then also <laughs> Danny. 
Oh. I'm so sorry, guys. Bum, At least bum, hear me bum, out, bum, though. Yeah. Jabba puppet, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah. Should we read these comments so the audio people tomorrow are like, what are they commenting on? So it? Neil said, Adam Driver, Lacey, why? As in Adam Driver said that. And then Danny said, LOL, Lacey, Adam Driver is always the answer. That's true, but... <laughs> this but is also, like, not in my like, case, because I picked Daisy Ridley, too. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, our answers to our own segments now are almost like we are the topic for yeah. transmissions, <laughs> and their comments are like against what we're saying, which is funny. But All right, so you picked Daisy? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, again, like what you said, John, like, I would love to see make solo two happen um, and all that, all that stuff, too. But I, I do kind of feel like if you get that, you get that, that thing and it's done. And I feel like Ray being brought back could be really cool. It could be episodes 10, 11 and 12. And that's three movies, a new understanding of another big trilogy. That would be great. But also it could be the, like the 10 years down the line or whatever she returns. And she's like the, the new Obi-Wan or the new Luke, you know what I mean? And like doing those movies, which you, you probably assume that, at some point down the line, they're going to want to return to the main line and try to, you know, sort out some story there. It would feel weird if like, it was like, Nope, John and Lacey said Alden Ehrenreich. So we're not bringing back Daisy Ridley for these, for these big movies. And it's like, picture the like people who were 15 when this trilogy came out or older and they don't bring Daisy back for like 30 years. Mm. And they like, do a dark route and they're like not my ray <laughs> if hashtags <laughs> are still around ray. in 30 years or if it's just like telepathy they're like okay i'm gonna send this anger to you right now Bang. not my ray. Yeah. yeah all right next question is if james earl jones never existed never was an option uh who would you pick as the voice for darth vader Lacey, start us off what do you th- who would you pick it Another name I had to look up, and this is going to sound terrible. I just know him as the Allstate guy, Ooh, but his name yeah. is Dennis Haysbert, and he's oh. actually on Lucifer. He's one of the new characters. You and Lucifer. Lucifer. This is like, I yeah. know. It's my jam, guys. So he's just really good, though. Are you being paid by Netflix to promote Lucifer? <laughs> I wish I is was. Is it Netflix? It is. It oh. used to be Fox, and then it got canceled nah, after season three because season three stunk. Well, Lacey, and you then know he's um, Pedro Serrano in Major League. You know that, right? Never seen Major League. Oh, I've actually <laughs> never seen it either, but I do know there's the wild thing moment. That's yeah. The, the you never steal Joe Boo's rum. That's all to say. <laughs> but um, Frenzy wants Ray to turn to the dark side in the next trilogy. Thanks for the super oh. chat, Frenzy. I actually be, yeah. I really loved Dark Ray, though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I love the yeah. Allstate guy. I Dennis Hasbert, he does have a nice, booming, deep voice. So yeah. Mm-hmm. John, who Allstate. are you picking? It's in your hands. <laughs> I'm picking uh, Don Knotts, a uh, famous comedian from the Andy Griffith show, oh, Three's Company. Uh, great voice, sniffs a lot. Um, he played Mr. Furley in Three's Company. No, I'm going with Alan Rickman. Uh, mm-hmm. Alan Rickman's voice is so unique it's almost hard for people to repeat it and I feel like his voice 
plus because I'm I was thinking of anyone else who had an icon- iconic voice, and I wanted to do somebody. We didn't have to, but I wanted to do somebody who was around then that could have made it work. I think his voice in the Vader mask could have been something pretty pretty special if um, James Earl Jones didn't exist. Now, obviously, this absolutely is a, this is a blasphemous question because James Earl Jones is legend, but mm-hmm. um, I think I would have picked Alan Rickman. I love his voice. So my answer was Alan Rickman. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Dude, all right. <laughs> so yeah. I, I do He's have a back a Snape. Yeah. I do have a backup answer, um, which I don't know if you guys will know this or not. It's a spoiler alert, but but I did write it. <laughs> We're not playing who are you though? I mean, yeah, I know, but I but I but I did write it down to prove that it was, it was Hal Douglas. Rickman. Hal Douglas was kind of my first thought and i was gonna go but my real answer is alan rickman hal douglas is the inner world guy oh <laughs> oh wait isn't that guy dead he, he well <laughs> so is alan rickman oh that's true <laughs> <laughs> but anyway regardless at the time he no, was probably the, the most well-known yeah voice guy you gotta think um like oh we want a deep intimidating voice for our, our movie, the first thing I thought of around that era was probably the go-to in a in a world guy, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, most people don't know his name, but you know, I think like um had he, he put on the show. I mean, it might have been weird. Might have been like, oh, I just feel like I'm watching a movie trailer the whole time, but nobody knew what Star Wars was gonna be anyway, so they probably yeah. just w- went with it. Yeah. Um so that's why I shouldn't have made Star Wars. All right. <laughs> yeah. Alan Rickman's one of those voices that a lot of people can't do like impressions of. It's just it's just such a good voice. But yeah. Um, all right. I got one more for you guys. Uh, you wake up stranded on an island with no chance of ever leaving. Typical question. We've all been uh, questioned that before. Um, you can have the main cast from one Star Wars movie with you on the island to live out the rest of your days. Which cast do you choose? Um, Lacey. No, John, you go first on this one. Okay. Um, I, I thought of this because I've been binge watching Lost. So I've been so obsessed with the idea of being stranded on an island. You're, you with Lost but. is like me with Lucifer. You keep yeah, bringing Lost it up. Lost is an like iconic I, show. Lucifer, people, every Lucifer time. is iconic. Nobody iconic with the space Lucifer. name. Iconic. In the comments, let us know right now if you watch mm-hmm. Lucifer. Because Everyone's going to say they watch Lucifer. Um, I'm going to go with Return of the Jedi, but it's close. Um, I just think being on an island... And passing the pipe back and forth with Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill would be really fun to do. Um, and Harrison Ford. But then also you get to um, you get Billy D in there and you also get Ian McDiarmid uh, and, um, you know, all the other uh, classic actors, Peter Mayhew and whatever. I think that would be a really fun uh, group to hang out with. The, my second was Solo, though. So I was thinking about you know, like Woody Harrelson, like who doesn't want to party with Woody Harrelson? And then you got Donald Glover, Amelia Clark, Phoebe uh, Waller-Bridge. Um, that mm-hmm. whole cast is so good. Um, so that, that was a close second, but I got to go with the Return of the Jedi. Hang with that crew. Um, Lacey, what was your answer? Because I actually understood the, the question a little differently. I was going to say Force Awakens because I get original trilogy and sequel trilogy and Adam Driver's probably going to take his shirt off to cut wood. So I win. Hmm. <laughs> Didn't they have Han Solo take his shirt off and cut wood in a comic? Exactly, but 
this would be old Han Solo who would just be grumpy and tell us what to do the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I understood this differently. I actually, I took it as the big three from the original trilogy, big three from the, the, uh, the prequels or the big three from the sequel trilogy. That's how I understood the question. So I only had the three options, um, which given between the three, I actually think I'm going to go with, uh, the sequel trilogy cast. (laughs) Okay. The, those original three or those big three, because I, my thought process was they're the closest in age and we would probably get along, <laughs> which yeah. is kind of, a, kind of a dumb thing, but I, I don't know. I just kind of, I didn't want to feel like I was on an Island with like Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher and, and Harrison Ford. And I'm like, this one guy is like in his thirties, you know? <laughs> and they're like, I have no, I, I'm not even on the same page with them at all. Well, yeah. also yeah. if you pick the sequel trilogy cast, Oscar Isaac, he'd be, if he's stuck on an Island, he would have to buy another house, which means he would have to come back and do more star Wars. So that's true. Oh, Dameron returns. Good job, James, for bringing back Poe Dameron. So I think that's, yeah. I also just thought like, I don't know, like we would be very successful on the Island, like the four of us. Yeah, we would be able to build the house and yeah. and uh, Swiss Family Robinson and everything. Um, That's nice. I I don't feel that way about like Natalie Portman for industry. She might actually be a better pick. I I don't know. I just kind of was like, I don't know. See, yeah. but Nathan agrees with me because he said lumberjacked Kylo. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that super chat, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you. We also heard from Joel, who said, "Thanks, you guys. Thank you guys so much. Been watching for two years now. Thank you for that Dude, super chat, Joel. Thanks, oh, Joel. Yes. What's up, man? Wow. This you. super chat thing is crazy, man. <laughs> I, I, you guys are so awesome for doing that. That's yeah. uh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I actually um, have to catch up on a couple if we want before we go to the next question. Uh, yeah, sure. That is the last question, though, so we can wrap right now. Cool. Um, so Neil Shaw brought up Matt Smith, and he said, "Is a must make John's oh, wish come true." LFL. Come on. Come on, Neil. I, it wasn't. I don't have anything against Matt Smith, except that Doctor Who is the British version of House. But <laughs> I, it's just that I, I just knew he wasn't going to be playing Palpatine. And like you know, when so many rumors or like wish lists are said so often, like the Millie Bobby Brown is Leia, the Sebastian sure. Stan is the Luke thing. Or, I'm just like, or, oh. Or this one right here, the Jeremy Irons for Darth Vader. That is a good pick. Let me tell you, that was my. I was almost going to pick Jeremy Irons. I was watching Jeremy Irons videos today, and I'm like, he doesn't yell enough. He's way too chill. So I was like, I don't know if that would be like a chill Vader. I don't know if that would be good. But what is chill is going to a drive-in to see episodes five and seven. That's sick. Oh that's yeah. Pretty. Thank you, Lightning Blade Three. Yeah, Lightning very, Blade. Yep. Thanks. Very cool. Um, name. Is that is that Jetta? I'm not sure. It might be. Um, it might be. All right. Um, what do we got? What's going on? Are we all done? We have any more oh. of the one with the force? Uh, no, no, I think we're good. One with the force. We're getting ready to do the the big giveaway. Johnny, okay. You this? Yeah. So the big giveaway. Why maybe some people are turning tuning into the resistance broadcast for the first time. This is not my normal background. Take it easy on me. <laughs> I didn't want to do the green screen <laughs> thing or have my Tell face. Tell them where you are though. You're in I your am, childhood bedroom. I'm literally in my bedroom. <laughs> I'm growing up. There's nothing in the room. I got it. I had to tell my parent, my nephews are over to tell them do not come downstairs. They're probably watching on YouTube upstairs and like laughing right now. Um, we're breaking the fourth wall, but yeah, I'm downstairs with my parents because a tornado almost came through my town. It didn't, but we lost internet. 
and I had to race over here because I was not going to have this be postponed. So here we are. There you go. Um, <laughs> okay. So Todd just said it. Did someone say baby time? Yeah. So some people may be watching the first time because they want in on this giveaway. We're giving away Star Wars The Mandalorian, The Child, a.k.a. Baby Yoda, a.k.a. what we call him on here, Tiny. This is not Yoda. There he is right there uh, in a chair in the Razor Crest. It's the premier collection statue by Gentle Giant. They only made 3,000 of these little guys. They are half scale, so it's about a foot tall, pretty sizable. And they go for 225 bucks. But let's all do this together, the three of us. We're doing our waving the magic hand thing. We're waving our magic hand, and we're going to give one of those away right here, right now on this episode. Uh, and this is how we're going to do it. So everybody get ready. Everyone's like, oh, my God, do I have to type? Do I have to think? Do I have to dance? Do I have to leave a comment? Here's what you do. The first person to email us the correct answer to the following trivia question is going to win that tiny man. Okay? Uh, so do not put an answer in the comments, please. Do not tweet us. Do not DM us. Do not use smoke signals. Do not call me. I will not pick up. I do never pass go. Right. Do not, not win $225. Right. It has to be via email at resistancebroadcast at gmail.com. Just resistancebroadcast at gmail.com. First person to do it correctly wins. And the question is, who speaks the last line of dialogue in the Mandalorian Chapter 5, The Gunslinger? And we are going to carry on with uh we're gonna let's move on right now james mm -hmm. to the uh main discussion and uh once someone answers i'll interrupt and uh we'll give away the thing but here we go all right obi-wan once thought as you do okay so our discussion this week we are all about putting our foot on the gas of, of uh feeling good and positive as star wars fans so it's all about how we keep star wars fun as fans in 2020 today modern time being a star wars fan uh we were obviously supposed to be at celebration so let's just celebrate star wars here um the most important thing about enjoying star wars is making sure it is fun uh, these days, there's a lot of divisiveness amongst fans of different generations or fan groups all down the line. So we just thought, let's talk about how we preserve our fun and enjoyment of the franchise, which, you know, everyone may have their own answers or ways they do that. So let's just get into it. Um, the first thing that came to my mind when I was thinking about this was I like other things. And what I mean by that, um, obviously everyone likes other things, but you know, there's other movie genres I like or, or movies in general or, you know, music or whatever. I don't, I, I can't get behind the idea of just fully investing myself 100% in Star Wars, which I know a lot of people find themselves doing and they get kind of sucked into that. Um, and I feel like if you get trapped so deeply into it, it becomes a little too personal and you're a little too close to the fire. And then that's how you get upset or get um, your hopes burned or, or, you know, you have to keep a, you have to branch out a little bit is what I'm trying to say. So that's, that's my starting point. I have other ways, of course, but that's the, that was the first thing that had popped into my head. Um, Lacey was, is there anything that you can reach as your initial gut instinct as to how you keep Star Wars fun for yourself in this day and age? Yeah. Um, I am a big collector. As you guys can see, I've always kind of been a collector, but it's definitely ramped up since TFA. Um, just because 
with the excitement of the new movies coming out, I was like, I just need everything. Like that first year before TFA came out, I think I bought everything there was that had to do with it even before the movie is out. I was just so excited and I never thought I would see a Star Wars movie again in the movie theater, which I'm not sure a lot of you guys felt the same. And I was just kind of hooked since then. And I really like the thrill of looking for things. It's been a little different this mm-hmm. year than previous years of going to like flea markets and stuff, <laughs> which I'm sure Star Wars thrifting can <laughs> understand. But yeah. uh, it's definitely just like scrolling on eBay, being like watching this and watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I like collecting stuff. I like connecting with others that collect things. Um because we're all passionate enough that we're willing to spend our hard-earned money on things. So that's like a different level of fan, not better or worse, just a different level. Um, Other than that, like just staying positive of focusing on the things I like is always super important to me. There are certainly plenty of things in Star Wars that I don't like, or I wasn't happy with certain characters or storylines, but I tend to find it interesting when people criticize that aspect of why are you so positive all the time? Because I just would rather focus on that than be Mm -hmm. sad. So what I do like, that's what I tend to harp on and go over all the time. So basically all I talk about is TFA. That's basically all I talk about. (laughs) And Return of the Jedi. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I like everything, but anyway yeah by the way by the way huge shout out to joel who's been watching for two years that's awesome that it is, is super yeah. nice also I, shout out to beth blows my mind yeah she said what makes star wars fun is finding your niche and creating a sense of community where we can talk about how we love star wars like trb so james, ah! james and Lacey, to keep things positive here i'm gonna put you guys on the spot and have you decide this are do you should we give credit for naming just the actor or does it have to be the character? What do you guys think? Character. Because the person didn't say it. The act, the character said it. That's, and that's how I thought of it, too. But it, I'm it, sorry, whoever that person Yeah, but you know what? No. It, it, it's okay. You'll never know. It's okay because the person who did that came in first anyway, in terms of the right answer. There were actually a bunch of wrong answers. For I think some people were like, let me just, I don't know it. Let me guess and fire away. That's and fair. Then, that's fair. That's, you you got to take a shoot first sometimes. You got to pull a Han Solo, little Beckett, shoot first, right? <laughs> um, but we have a winner. And oh, the no. winner of the Tiny Man Baby Yoda statue is Kendall Gellner. Oh, Kendall. my God. I just chose his his, his comment. Oh, <laughs> he nailed it. He's he a the... character. That's even harder to get to, to get the name. He got it, though. He uh yeah, he put it down and there it is. Uh motto right there. Wow. And, and yeah, so it's Kendall, Pelly motto. Yeah, and Kendall does the 366 days of Star Wars with me, so that better be one of your days, cuz. <laughs> yeah, he got uh yeah, it's Pelly motto and it's played by Amy Sedaris. She has the very last line which she's yelling at the uh, pit droids to uh drag the thing out of there. And then the last scene though is that mysterious character walking up to Fennec Shand, who's obviously lifeless. So the people who guess Fennec Shand, you, I don't know what you consider dialogue, but John uh, was <laughs> over the trivia question. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah. I, so it's uh, yeah, it was Pelimato is the answer, um, and the winner is Kendall Gellner. So congrats, Kendall. We're gonna shoot you a message, and um, we'll make sure we get um, that ordered and shipped out to you. I believe it releases around Thanksgiving time. 
but we'll make sure we get the pre-order in because there's only a 3,000 made in. Who knows? Maybe Lacey's going to buy all 3,000 of them. We're not really sure. Probably. Um, But congratulations, (laughs) Kendall. And don't worry, everybody uh, who did not win because we're obviously going to have some more giveaways coming uh, next month with Make Solo 2 Happen. And we have some other stuff to announce uh, later on in this show. But, I knew um, it was serious when the chat went silent after you gave what the question was. It went like you could hear crickets. <laughs> yeah, you got to run to the races. Yeah. So they're like, oh, God, I got to open my email app. Um, but yeah. So, James, I don't know if I interrupted you where you were picking up on where you're at in terms of uh, how you keep things positive, because I feel like you're pretty even keeled um, more than most. Um, you don't really get too high or too low. Yeah. But how do you how do you stay positive in this realm where especially the three of us um, we're so vested in social media pretty much because we have to with the podcast and Star Wars news that and stuff. But sometimes it's hard to avoid the loud, angry voices or whatever. But and we've had a chat on that before. So I'd like to keep it in the positive realm. But are there things that you do that you feel keep you uh, enjoying Star Wars and not burnt out? I mean, when you first posed the question, I kind of went down like the two the two paths, which are oddly so different from each other which i think one was maybe a little bit more on the the side that you're talking like get into other things like just let the time pass and don't like resonate on like where's that mando trailer where's that mando trailer where's that mando trailer? you know like just stop being angry with yeah the <laughs> things that that star wars and lucasfilm are not doing and just kind of you know let time pass on its own and enjoy other things and then when it comes it's a surprise and it's happy it's almost kind of like that that leak argument like um if you just kind of like stop trying to speculate and tra- stop trying to find the answers and just then you're more likely to just kind of go in and and enjoy it for what it is and yeah, that's a good point. it'll hit you a lot better um yeah. but the the other answer to that, the, the one that I actually thought of um, more initially was like, what do I do? And the answer is I get into Star Wars even more. I just, I go, I, okay, there's no movies, but there's animated television and there's, and there's books and there's comics right. and there's yeah. um, just general conversation about so many other things that they're doing. Like, um, I saw I saw a comment earlier and I wish I could pull it up, but it was it was quite a while ago um, that Lego is uh, like a huge thing. So like if you get into the Lego world, like I know that Lego is generally pretty meditative to begin with those big properties or those big projects that they have. People say there's something really peaceful about just knowing that you have this thing and you're going to take your time and you know, it's going to take time to Mm kind of process through that um, and and just kind of, you know, do that. And, and that's something that you can do. That's just when you know that when you inevitably conquer the star destroyer, the super star destroyer or whatever, you're going to be so happy. And the whole time you're just going to be thinking about how much you love star Wars. You know, you're going to be imagining the stories of all the, different people on these ships and where they've been and remembering things from aftermath and how there were like seven super star destroyers and stuff. you know what I mean? It's just like, you're just going to have so much fun doing those things. Um, But yeah, Yeah. for me personally, it's like get into and understand uh, the books and the, and the comics and the the other things like that. Cause those things are just as star Wars as the movies. They're just, (laughs) they don't have as big of a budget, you know, they're still happening and they're still um, great stories, you know? Yeah. Um, I love that comment by R. Stitz. Big pretzels. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh over you. It's just as soon as I put it up, I couldn't help it. 
best part of Star Wars is eating big pretzels at the theater. The Bavarian legend, uh, Lacey Gillard. And I saw, I saw that um, he commented earlier, but we were in the middle of something. Uh, the guy who had first came up to us at Celebration who had those candies, he was yes. the one who spotted Lacey eating a pretzel. He did. Oh. He, te- he messaged us. Oh, um, shout out to Double C, who said, I've read a lot of comics, so when I... So I'm used to when a book shift creative, mm-hmm. a book shift creative teams. So I stick around for the next team. That's how I roll. Oh, that's cool. So it's like, if you don't like something, yeah. that's cool. Another one's coming. Thank you for and the saw, super chat. I saw that guy, Rural Farm Boy, commented uh, his podcast playlist. So hopefully yes. we're a part of that if you're watching. He has that. the so ultimate I, playlist, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. 80 something podcasts. Yeah. I love his personalized uh, comments. He he sends video replies to people. I think that's Yeah, funny. I like that yes. too. You know, um, I've thought about that before too, and and he just like did it, you know, like so. Yeah, got ahead of me, and I was like, you know, it doesn't make any sense that you can't just like hit the button and just give your reply to people, right. and yeah. he just straight up does it. It's so good. Um, so another thing that I think about, and you know, social media is one thing, and I feel like that's a big part of why people get burnt out on Star Wars, and where that's where a lot of the negative voices seep in, because when you step out you talk to other fans who maybe aren't as diehard or dialed in on social media. And they're like, people are fighting over star Wars. It, it like shocks yeah. them. Now, if you put yourself in that mind space and like anytime you're in some kind of quarrel or you see people fighting about star Wars or like, there's some like just this negative vibe about something going on in Lucasfilm or whatever. Think about literally think about telling a friend or a family member what is happening and how their answer is always going to be, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Seriously. Like, be like, yeah, you know, they thought this character really should have had more, like five more minutes of screen time and they got him caught out. And, you know, it just, and there's the hashtag and they deserved better. They're like, what? Like, <laughs> you saw them, like, you saw a movie. Like, come on. Right. And I know we all like yeah. love Star Wars more than, the average person obviously we do this so we are sure. way more passionate about it but i think using those fringe fans who are friends or family members almost as like the you know splash water on your face come back to earth as a control is very important because you can get lost in these message boards and if you don't step outside of it once in a while and get hit with a little dose of that control and that reality um you're going to you know, become, what is the, what is the adage? You know, you, you're, you die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Right. Mm-hmm. And now there's like fan groups hating on other fan groups. And so it's just, it's madness. So I think really stepping out and um, thinking of how casual fans would think of the insanity that ensues in fandom is very important. So that's another point that I try to do. Absolutely. You know, uh, another fun one too, would just be like, call somebody that, you know, like talk to somebody that, you know, in person and then if you're like, hey, man, what do you think of The Last Jedi? And they're like, oh, it sucked. It's like, you you know, it's not going to turn crazy. It's about to be this cool like, oh, what didn't you like about it? Let, you know, let's let's have the discussion about it. Yeah. It's never going to be it, when you know somebody, when you have like a close friend uh, or someone that you actually know in person, um, those conversations generally are just like a little bit more like, uh, you didn't like what they did with this thing, you know, like, but, but, but that's, that's the cool part. Uh, I've actually found a couple times that I've uh, caused people to say things like, you know, I, 
I didn't actually think about it like that. I'm not like I'm this big, you know, winner of people <laughs> over or, or people just didn't get it or whatever. But I have had that scenario where they're like, I don't know, man, maybe I was just like bummed because like the way it started or something. And I just like, did you know, I need to give it another watch or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I I definitely found that happened uh, when the movies like first come out because everybody's like willing to talk with you about it. Um, yeah, but I like um, Matthew's comment right there about how mm-hmm. you put things into perspective, like the global pandemic. I, I I had hoped for a lot of people to be like, "Wow, fighting about you know fake fantasy movies isn't really that important." Um, <laughs> but people have persevered and they have they've marked <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. One thing, uh, another point I wanted to bring up that like my third way is just the root of Star Wars. Um, Like George Lucas, you know, created it because he couldn't see it, you know, get the rights to Flash Gordon. And we all know the whole story from Empire of Dreams and whatever. But if you like really break it down and remember what the purpose of the franchise is for, and it's uh, to teach kids how to grow up and it's coming of age story for 12 year olds. Even just a few years ago, George Lucas keeps saying that it's a story for 12 year olds to learn how to make the right choices and do the right thing. And when you break it down to that simple way, I know people always try to like love the themes of star Wars and it's, you know, Mm -hmm. allegories and all this stuff. It's a very simple story that George Lucas wrote. And anytime someone writes something, if you want to splash them with credit and, and oh, I can't believe you made that metaphor and that connection stuff, they're always going to be like, oh, oh yeah, 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 I did that on purpose. Sure. He really made a very simple story about good versus evil and choosing how to do the right thing. Um, when you bring it back down to that simple form and understand why he made that story, uh, it makes it harder to want to um, feel any sort of negativity about it. And it just, there's a purity to star Wars. And that's why I think a lot of people like a new hope so much, because it is really one of the simplest star Wars movies. Um, And there's a fun, lighthearted purity to it, especially when you see like the JW Rensselaer books and the behind the scenes and the pink shorts guy and how they used, you know, the MacGyver uh, contraptions to keep that thing alive. Like there's such a, a, an innocence and purity to star Wars. And, um, I think that gets a little lost sometimes when people think it should be so dark and serious and stuff. So, um, bringing it back to the roots is another thing I like to do and, and hearing George Lucas talk about star Wars, cause who better to tell you what it's supposed to be than the guy who literally came up with it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, it, I, you know, it made me think when you were doing that too, like when you revisit the movies, like revisit it from a different perspective, like try to maybe re- rewatch the movie, but try to say like, count, I'm going to count all the jokes or <laughs> just like something. Yeah, you know, dude, funny. Star Wars uh, is very and, funny. And then, and then you're paying attention to the dialogue and you're like, that's funny, but can I consider it a joke? You know, and, and you kind of <laughs> reprocess the movie in a different way um, or, or try to, I don't know, just like, I think uh, counting is a good way to do that. I know the Star Wars kids channel does the like Star Wars by the numbers. I I love that. They're like, how many? Yeah. How many times this shows up? Yeah, it's really cool. I'm glad that they did that. I thought that was. Yeah. And there's a couple in there, too, that like are ones that I've like wondered before. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but it's like, you know, how many times does somebody say, or how many times they use the force theme or something, you know? And you're like, I've wondered that. And that they, yeah. So again, that kind of comes back to like one of my original points is like, 
there's Star Wars content out there that even Star Wars, like Lucasfilm or like the company that's in charge of all that stuff, like they are making that content for you to have fun with uh, with their property. You know what I mean? I actually, I watched a video today of DJ Rex and a Porg like going like this. Yeah, oh, that was in, so in fun. Yeah, and I'm like, this is awesome. Like, yeah. I just love uh, the different animation style. I love the the music. I love that it's like a fun perspective on because they did the three Galaxy's Edge videos today. So it was like oh, right, right. Resistance, right. Uh, Smuggler's Run, and then one that was just like the Resistance is always recruiting or whatever. Um, if I'm not mistaken, um, but yeah, just uh, learning new characters and stuff. Like, obviously, I'm a I'm a revived hondo fan i i like that character now so it's yeah. fun to watch him recruit with uh chewbacca um That's yeah and i think yeah um, i think coming like, at star wars from a different perspective like you know hey would i like this if i were a kid uh maybe you know or or hey i'm i'm just gonna watch this and try to understand it from i'm gonna try to listen to the music this time you know i'm gonna try to pay attention to the animation style and and whether and do like a do i i'm gonna have i'm gonna give myself a real opinion here do i like rebels style more than clone Wars style or something yeah. like that right you know and then like try to dive in and try to figure out what those what you like about um one or the other it's a great way um to kind of understand and appreciate because you might be like dude i never really looked at how good rebels is you know, I just kind of yeah. saw it as what it was. And then you start paying attention a little bit more. You're like, dang, man, the shading and like how these characters move and how they represent their um, yeah. real life that? counterpart and stuff. Yeah. So many. I think there's a lot of ways to to spin things and then, when, when nothing else is happening. Like what Lacey brought up. Um, I want to go back to that, Lacey, because like James was just literally saying, um, I'm saying literally way too much. An in-universe <laughs> way. Are you literally uh, saying literally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the word of the day is literally. Uh, no, but James was saying more of an in-universe way of enjoying it. I liked your answer about the collectibles and merch and almost like being able to go on your own, at your own pace, your own journey with yourself. And I know Star Wars is all about community and family and sharing it with friends and family, but sometimes getting in your car and going by yourself and going to like, look for a figure or doing something like time to yourself and enjoying star Wars, which I guess is a little bit kind of what James was saying. Um, I think you enjoy a lot of that. And I kind of wish I tapped more into that. So is there anything else you can add to that in terms of like, you know, almost like your own journey in star Wars where sometimes you shut your shut out the community a little bit just for a little one-on-one -on -one with the franchise in a way. Are you talking, to, talking me? to me? Yeah. I, okay. Wait, <laughs> Wait, you said uh, yeah to both great. of us. Yeah, Lacey. Lacey, oh. Lacey was initially the one that said the collectibles and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. I would say that I probably enjoy Star Wars by myself more than a lot of people. Like, my family isn't really into Star Wars. They never have been. I was, like, the one that always liked it. Mm -hmm. In fact, my best friend met my parents one time, and she was like, so how did this happen? And my parents were like, Oh, I don't know. We have no idea. Like my my dad couldn't even tell you what Star Wars is back about. Like he took me to the movies, the prequels when they came out, um, and he was just like, "It's got pod racing, right?" Like that's what he remembers of it. Yeah. yeah. Um. He also took me to Spice World once and fell asleep. It was so Ooh. embarrassing, guys. I he saw snored. Spice World in the theaters. He snored 
I mean, there wasn't anybody in the theater. It was like three people, but I was way too old to be at Spice World. I was like super embarrassed. I Bill Gill different. was conked back. Like, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, no, I enjoy Star Wars by myself a lot more than with other people. It's only probably in the past two years when you guys asked me to join the podcast that now it's like a thing that I'm sharing with all these sure. people. Um, cause before I'd be like, okay, I guess I'll keep my thoughts to myself and I'll just go to target and walk around. And then you always go to target and you're like, I'm just going to pick up this one thing. And then you spend $150. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> I do every time I'll be like, I just need paper towels. That's all I need. And I yeah. come home and I'm like, I got like five face masks. I got these hand towels. They were like really cute. <laughs> I got my cousin Vinny on Blu-ray. <laughs> it was $5. I couldn't yeah. say no. <laughs> and then you find out you have three other copies at home. This yeah. is so funny you just said my cousin Vinny because yeah. I'm obviously at my parents' house. My grandparents still live here in their own apartment. They have four copies of My Cousin Vinny because we all keep forgetting they have it. And it was a DVD sure. we always bought them for like Christmas. So there's like five Joe Pesci's hidden around this house somewhere. Maybe I'll go find them later. Yeah. Anyway. New giveaway. Uh, no. <laughs> giveaway My Cousin Vinny. A Buick Skylock convertible. I'm not even kidding mm-hmm. you. I think I have three uh, copies of like Jurassic Park because every time it's on sale, like Blu-ray, I'm always like, I need it. Or yeah. like the Patriot, because that's always on sale. Yeah, I think I've only ever seen that once. I don't think I've ever the seen Patriot. the Patriot. Yeah. Mm. I've yeah. only seen it once too. That's why it's weird. I have I, three copies of it. I remember <laughs> there's like a scene where like like a cannonball like bounces and takes a guy's head off, and that's like the only thing I remember from that movie. Spoiler wow. alert. Yeah. No. No. Well, I don't. It, it was just like a random soldier, right? Um, so obviously we can revisit this a lot more and I'm sure we're going to have more fun, uh, in the virtual cantina, obviously being positive about star Wars and stuff. Um, but we should wrap it up. So I guess, um, uh, any final thoughts on this discussion? Any, uh, I'm not saying we're here to give advice to anybody, but we're just kind of sharing our experiences on what, how we keep positive, um, with star Wars. So how about just from the podcast perspective? Um, how does that let's each maybe go around and give how the podcast uh, helps us stay positive. Uh, James, I'll start with you. Well, actually, I, we saw a comment earlier that was that was like, you know, we, we were kind of we're kind of leaning in the direction of like maybe stay away from the toxic social media. But I saw a comment earlier that was it was um, definitely in the in sense of like if you find the right community and they were praising Resistance broadcasts and Star Wars Newsnet and stuff, and I was like, yeah, that that's awesome. That yeah, I I really appreciate that. Um, but that's that's absolutely true. That'd be another final thought is like you know um hey man you know it's hard to really like chess when you're in high school but when you join the chess club it makes it a lot easier to to have that conversation and find people that really get along so sometimes it's just a little bit more about like finding the right community that like does have similar beliefs like i you know i do like the last jedi so does this group as opposed to like trying to get in with a group that just like hates Disney star Wars or something, you know, Um, or, you know, or vice versa. Maybe you don't like the Disney star Wars and, and you want to, you're tired of people fluffing it up. I don't know. You know, maybe if you fit in with a certain crowd that says it could have been better for these reasons. And you're like, yes, yes. Hopefully they'll fix this or whatever. You know, I I just think enjoying the franchise um, without getting, you know, um, angry about it is probably the, the most like mental way to, to kind of process 
uh, having a good time with a franchise that uh, is currently kind of uh, on a slow period. And we'll talk about that on Monday, right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Um, Well, Mark's comment that Lacey just put up there. I got through surgery and chemotherapy listening to TRB positivity. Oh my gosh. That is, I don't even know what else to say, man. That's unbelievable. Mark is such a good guy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Old amazing. fan of uh, Prada too. Like that, is that's he? cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lacey, uh, I know you, you often talk about how the podcast has changed how you've entered or become a part of fandom, but in terms of today, how does um, the podcast and maybe the community help contribute to you staying enjoying Star Wars in this time where sometimes it's tough to do? Um, I, I, I honestly don't think I would be the same person I am right now if I didn't have the podcast because it's changed my life in so many ways in the past two years. I mean, even from just celebration to now, it's, it's so big in the sense of like how many people we reach, but then also small in the sense of everyone is so nice and so welcoming Mm. and everyone really gets to know each other in the TRB community, which is what I love. Cause I'm that type of person that like, if I meet you, I want to know th- three fun facts about you so that we, I have something that I know is you. That's mm-hmm. how I get to know people. And I feel like our whole community tends to do that. And that's what makes star Wars fun. Like jumping into our Patreon discord and just seeing what people are talking about. Oh, and then yeah. I could be having the worst day ever, like, which is basically this whole year, let's be honest. Um, and you guys just <laughs> the worst year ever, <laughs> yeah, worst year ever. <laughs> but you guys just make me smile. Like this comment from Michael Moore. Thank you for the super chat, Michael, who said, thank you all. Thank you. Thank all three of you for the amazing star Wars content. You make my commute to work so much more enjoyable. We wouldn't yeah. do this if you guys weren't here. And this just, it means so much to me and it's hard to explain to people that aren't in my, my head and in Mm -hmm. my heart, so to speak, without being corny, uh, what it means to me that people are like, Hey, I love your show. Hey, you make me laugh. Cause that's all I could ever ask for. Right. Is that you just enjoy Mm -hmm. it. So I'm someone that feeds off of other people's energy. I've always said that I feel what other people feel. So when I sense that people aren't having fun and aren't enjoying themselves, I tend to then be like, I'll see myself out. <laughs> I'll just go that yeah. way. Because yeah. it just, it affects me in a way that like when people are sad or upset, especially like after the rise of Skywalker, when this whole group of people, which many of them, majority of them are super nice people, were very, very, very upset about certain things that happened with the movie. It made me upset. It's kind of what James has talked about before, where he's like, Lacey, I really wish that you loved the animation stuff as much as I do, because yeah. like, I really love it. It's kind of like that where I I just really wanted everyone to love The Rise of Skywalker. I really did. And when I found out that people didn't, it really bothered me. Just like Mm. it really bothered me when people didn't like The Last Jedi Mm. or Solo or anything else. It's just like it kind of hurts. You're like, how could you not like this thing that I love it so much? But luckily, we've kind of surrounded ourselves with people that do, which is you guys. and, And it just means so much to me. If I was in a room full of people, I'd probably cry. But because I'm in a room by myself, <laughs> I have that shield. <laughs> yeah. I will. Um, no, I, I, I'll I'll double down on that. Um, yeah, it's funny because like two things, like the community we have in terms of all of our normal listeners, and then also the people on Patreon who are part of the Discord, or even just patrons in general it's even a thing where it's like a time machine where 
Um, we're able to talk about things that are happening in Star Wars today, but with the um, courtesy and kindness of like 1990 fandom or something. I Don't go back and listen to my predictions for uh, episode nine. They're not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's just one of those things where I feel like people are, like, there are people who hate The Last Jedi and people who love The Last Jedi talking with each other in our chats and our servers that are very nice to each other. And I mm-hmm. think it's, you know, we, we don't tolerate, it's not that we don't tolerate, but it's what you put out is what you get back. And I think we will be on this podcast and I will be completely honest about things I don't like that are going on in Star Wars. I'll talk more about it on Monday with the Kathleen Kennedy comments she recently made, but we do it in a respectful way. We do it in a way where it's not um, uh, vicious. I think we try to be respectful, but we also try to be honest because it can't all be, uh, you love everything that doesn't no one that no one does that. That's just fake. Um, and then, you know, like the make solo Two happen thing, um, yeah. that, that movement, um, is such a positive thing. Even people who don't necessarily like solo or love solo are like, I like how you guys went about this. I've heard people say you're not the Snyder cut people, um, in terms of how this is, you're just showing that you love the movie. <laughs> Maybe we should be. <laughs> I know. Right. We'll start getting aggressive about it. No, but you know what I mean? Like it's something about makes it happen where it's a very positive thing and it's hard to find that. So, um, I'm proud of that in terms of everyone coming together around that. And even if they don't wind up doing it, it's one of those things where we could say like yeah. in 2019, 2020, uh, Star Wars fans were able to come together over something and, and have fun and be positive and cool about it. So I think those types of things are what keep me going. Um, especially in this year, this year has been real tough. So doing the podcast and, you know, Sometimes I'll be honest, like, I'll be like, oh man, it's Thursday. I got to go down there. We got to knock out six hours of recording or whatever. It's tough. But then like we see the comments and people like appreciating us and it just like fills up the battery and you hit go and you're fired up. So um, I'm, I don't know that that's all. That's really not, not much else I can say other than that. So um, we hope you guys enjoyed that discussion. I w- we could have gone a lot longer, but um, it was a little on the surface, of course, but because it was in lieu of a Star Wars celebration, we wanted to just talk about how we stay enjoying Star Wars. So we hope you guys had fun uh, watching along in the comments, people who are listening on the audio after the fact. Let us know uh, in the comments on YouTube or hit us up on Twitter at RBATSWNN. Shoot us an email, whatever you like to do. Let us know how you stay fun and keep star wars fun for you how you stay positive and how you're not getting burnt out how you're still enjoying star wars today what works for you because everyone can learn from each other and uh keep flying the positivity flag out there um so but now we are going to hear from uh the best of your tweets and we're going to send it to Lacey for resistance transmissions thanks john it's time oh, come on for come resistance on. transmissions <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I only wish that we had something come before this so I could be like, and now to you, Lacey. Thanks, Lacey. Thanks, Lacey. All right. So, as you guys know, every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter, and you guys give your answers. I don't know what the situation is. I could tell you right now, we did kind of like a little fun run through last night. And I was blocking off the screen. I was yelling at James to take it down. So I didn't see it. So I don't know <laughs> what it is. It's true. Oh. Um, and you, yeah. And you guys give your answers. So let's go. All right. 
So the scenario is if Star Wars was performed live by the characters themselves, which character would have the hardest time with their lines and why? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and just a reminder, I don't know what these are either. Like, I, I think I did glance at the question or write it or whatever, but yeah, I don't know what the answers are. Nice. First up is Andrew Staley at Deuce underscore Staley. Hey, Andrew. And he said, Yoda, that guy gets his lines backwards all the time. <laughs> it's true. You could think, does Yoda speak normally? But on, on <laughs> when the lights are on, he screws it up and they're just like, we just have to keep going with it. We just have to keep it. Absolutely. Next up yeah. is Neil Shaw at Neil Shaw. And Neil said, Stormtrooper number 77 would have the hardest time with their lines. Why? Because they would always miss their cue. Uh, yep. Dr. Yeah. Shaw. <laughs> Where to get your handle, Neil, by the way? Uh, okay. Next is Haley Meyer at Shapely underscore Buns. Mm. Still yeah, reigning time. Twitter handle champ. Um, she also the winner of the Mando fan show, Mando Code. She has the Boba Fett helmet from us. Haley, how does the helmet fit? How's it going? Send us a pic. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> it's hard to breathe like my Darth Vader helmet. Chase just submitted L337 would say, would obviously have the hardest time saying, I can't perform with you looking at me. <laughs> that's, that's really funny. That's like that. <laughs> Next up is Matt Skywalker at MIB1188. Wait, you didn't read Haley's um, transmission. Oh, I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got distracted. That was my bad. I interrupted you. Uh, Haley said Admiral Piet is Piet. Piet. Yeah. Piet. Uh, he would get nervous acting against Darth Vader and would fill all his forgotten lines with your pen, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside baseball TRB joke. Your pen, mm -hmm. sir. Uh, okay. So then is Matt Skywalker at MIB1188. And Matt said, Han Solo, because George Lucas can't type this stuff, but you can sure, <laughs> but you sure can't say it. Yeah. Can you read that again? I'm sorry. <laughs> Matt said. Lacey's having a tough time with her lines, I think. Yeah. Matt Skywalker said, Han Solo, because Lo George Lucas can type this stuff, but you sure can't say it. Yeah, that's a Harrison Ford line. He said, you can write the dialogue, but I can't say this. <laughs> I love, I just, I'm seeing Sooner Thrawn's car comment that says, Lacey is the line person. You're a lawyer, Spencer. All right. Um, all right. Adam Odell said, at Odell Adam, Bulio, for obvious reasons, parenthesis, kind of hard to speak when you don't have a mouth or a head. Oh, oh. <laughs> man. Did he have a oh cannonball run through him or something? Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. When the war. <laughs> when the war. alive from the first order. <laughs> uh, next is Mark at the kind of vacants. There he is. And Mark said, Kylo Ren has a hard time with his lines depending on who is in his head. Of course, we know Sheevy Babes has been every voice he has ever heard inside his head. That's, That's a, good a good point. point. That's yeah. That is tough. Yeah. How does Kyra he, kind of sleep at night when he hears all those voices in his head? I don't know. Oh, Sounds like an emo anymore. song, though. He doesn't sleep anymore, huh? Well, Harley Quinn handled it pretty well. He, or is he's he doing the long sleep well. right now. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least is Will Carlton at Will Carlton 623. And he said, cheer it. And he said, director, D 
did you even read the script? Cheer it. Are you kidding me? I'm blind. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Will. Well done. All right, guys. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. And every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation. And you guys give your answers. Back to you, John. Oh, God. The, yeah. <laughs> Last yeah. night, a little behind the scenes, John was like, can you not say that? Can you say, like, <laughs> throwing it back to you? Or no, not even that. It was like, hey, man, you want to pick it up? Or something. <laughs> <laughs> None of those things were said. It was something like that. It was like something like, I'm casual now. <laughs> I was like, John, why don't you close this out? Something like that. Oh, you were like, hey, John. Why don't you just close this thing? Hey, back to you, John. That, that was the weather. Now it's time for John in sports. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. So first I want to thank, um, because this live chat and all the um, other stuff we're going to be doing beyond um, the regular episodes uh, is because of our support from um, yeah. our resistance officers. And that's patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Um, tiers start at $2 every month. Um, but all of our support from our resistance officers, and we've had a bunch sign up this week, um, with the new sticker offer. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing. And we have some new commentaries coming because of that and what we're able to do now and the time we could put in, especially in addition to budget is all because of you. So thank you all. And I want to give a special thank you to our uh, generals. So that's Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese. Micah Harrison, Jetta Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Bethany uh, Beerfett, Russ Harbison, and Kendall Gellner, who just knocked it out of the park and won the oh. uh, Yoda statue. So, uh, fast Somewhere finger. a Todd cried out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. You don't have to make a deal with him. Um, we're going to have to nickname Silver Kendall. Silver like, ball thing. Fast fingers <laughs> Gellner. Um, make sure everyone subscribes to the resistance broadcast you can do that on youtube obviously if you're watching here um spotify which mm-hmm. i personally love spotify um, like this video yeah like the video share it all that awesome. stuff um soundcloud stitcher podbean uh apple podcast wherever you get your podcast make sure you subscribe because we have two episodes every week and the mando fan show is coming back in uh, mm-hmm. october uh starwarsnewsnet.com uh Every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. And speaking of Star Wars Newsnet, uh, we did mention we have uh, some other giveaways. You may have seen them already floating around social media. So, Lacey, why don't you give them a quick rundown on how they can enter to win some more stuff since they struck out on Baby Yoda. Well, they didn't strike out. They just weren't quick enough. The truth is, there's, <laughs> there's other things that you can win. So first, I'm going to start with a contest that's currently running on Star Wars Newsnet on the Twitter account and on the Instagram. It's a retweet like contest on both platforms, mm-hmm. and you could win a set of five Black Series figures uh, given to us by Hasbro. Thank you, Hasbro, um, for their Empire 40th line of toys. Guys, yep. the box was sent to my house so I could like promote them. They are hands down the coolest figures I've ever seen. I'm kind of jealous that I didn't just like, what what giveaway? What are you talking about? Because they're like yeah. super cool. Dang. They're six inch figures. They're And the box is beautiful. They're really awesome. So head over to Star Wars News Net's Instagram and Twitter account. But mm-hmm. that's not all. We have one more giveaway that's Get kicking off. Cars. 
<laughs> yeah. That's kicking off tomorrow. In the world. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> we're teaming up with our friends over at Jewelry Brands, and we're giving away something really cool, yeah. which is a Babu Frick pin and a Wayfinder keychain, which I'm pretty sure I'm like, 93% sure that it lights up, which is super cool. Ooh, I think you're 93% sure it takes you to Exegol. 93% sure <laughs> that it takes you to Exegol. <laughs> and um, there's only two in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, only two. Um, but yeah, so look for those details on our Twitter account at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N and also on our Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. There's two chances to win via Twitter and Instagram. And John came up with the witty giveaway finder. I love this. The giveaway finder. Giveaway finder. Yeah. Back to you again, John. Oh, let me tell you. Um, for, for all of your witty phrasings and dad jokes, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over at StarWarsNewsNet.com uh, and uh, in your in your hearts and minds and souls in uh, the virtual canteen in a few minutes. Um, maybe. I don't know. Um, but uh, James, where can people uh, hit you up uh, after all these shindigs close out? Always on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. Lacey? So I know many of you were saying, who is she with the dark hair? That's right. My hair's darker. And you could find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lazy Gillerin. <laughs> she could plug in the hair. She dyed her hair. Yeah. Um, all right, I didn't so... notice, guys. I needed someone to notice. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Um... <laughs> it's the new me. It's the lighting. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be back, obviously, on Monday with uh, a regularly scheduled episode. Um, but... You will see us in about oof, 12 minutes in the virtual cantina. So, we <laughs> gotta gotta go out of here so usually I would say, see you around, kids. But this time I'm going to say, see you in a few minutes, kids. Bye.